me hit my and are there whites on either side okay because you know I hate them whites <laughs> is that a racist joke <laughs> no Maybe. I just hate everyone <laughs> Yeah, it's not just the whites, it's all of them. It's everyone. <laughs> Hate all the people. People. What a bunch of bastards. Alright. You ready? What's the first topic? Just so I can run into that guy. Batman solo film, right? Yep. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, this guy's starting to to go to. Just like, mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Hello, internet and people of it. I am Kevin Martin, and I am joined by Henry Holloway. Hello. <laughs> um. This is Kapow, the show where we talk about everything comic books, films, games. All of it. All of it. All of the comics things, actually. And you get all of your information when Henry and I assemble and talk about them. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so today... Which first pieces fit into what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was supposed to be an adventure joke, and then it turned nope. into a puzzle, and now it's just weird. Now it's just like a joke. Like I hope that's blurred. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first piece of news. Um, yeah. uh, it's it's uh, finally been confirmed yes. that Ben Affleck yes. is yes. writing, yes. directing, yes. and starring yes. in the Batman solo film. Yes. All right. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, it has also been uh, – I don't know if this has been uh, uh, confirmed, but it's literally all – but confirmed at this point is Jeff Johns is helping him write the film. Oh yeah, because uh, Kevin Smith kind of said something about exactly. It, right? So Kevin Smith had explained um, in I think his Fat Man on Batman mm-hmm. um, that he Which had asked, always just gives me a really gross visual every time. I think <laughs> <of it. laughs> um, he talked to Jeff Johns and he explained well, what's it like writing with somebody else. And he went on and explained that, but he never said what they were writing about. But Batman on Fat or Fat Man on Batman, you. Sort of figure that uh-huh. it's Batman. Yeah. Um, the only thing that hasn't been released is a date as to when the film will be released. Or title. Or title. Yeah, of course. Mm. Or casting, I guess. You know, well, everything we know, else, but we know, uh, we know it's happening. And, you know, Bruce, so yeah. that's all we really need to know yeah. for now. So uh, we wanted to talk about possible mm-hmm. uh, uh, storylines. Yeah. If it follows the story, what could it be? Yeah. Uh, first mm-hmm. off, right. do you think it'll follow a story? Because, I mean, all the other Batman films, they have drawn inspiration from them, right. but they haven't really fallen. And we can even go as far as say the same thing about the Man of Steel film. It's not really mm-hmm. a – it draws inspiration from Man of Steel stories um, or Superman, Superman. stories, um, but it's Superman. not a Superman – like it's not an adaptation of a, of a comic book. Right. So. Whereas that's kind of Marvel's shtick, right? Where like they kind of – or they'll try. At they'll least. they'll very loosely represent the comic that it's named after. 
Uh, whereas DC, they're more original with their ideas. Uh, and I think that Jeff Johns participating in it could mean one of two things, which are like, uh, like obvious, but like it either means that he's helping write something original because he knows what the fans want and he's written the comics that people of these fans love. Um, for two, it could be that he's helping him adapt a, a story because he's like, this is a, a way that you can take the story and put it on film, you know, mm-hmm. or this is a story that you should adapt yeah. and put it on film. So obviously it's like either he's adapting it or he's not, but like, yeah. um, Jeff Johns is a, an integral part of it. Yeah. Um, as far as stories go, uh, I think that I'm, I'm thinking that Jeff Johns is going to do the original route with him especially on the heels of the Arkham Knight game where like his creative process was used to create a new villain. And um, so I feel like he's been going that route lately instead of like reiterating on things, you know? Well, he's uh, expressed his kind of disdain on retelling stories, but uh, I feel like that only really qualifies in comic books because in film, it's not like we have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, Batman films. I mean, at mm-hmm. some point we probably will, but up till now, God willing. <laughs> <laughs> but up till now, it's just kind of, uh, you know, I feel like at any point you can really take from a story. You can really just adapt a story mm-hmm. uh, with a few tinkerings here and there because obviously it's a different universe. It's not the comic book universe. This is the yeah. cinematic universe. So. Especially when uh, there have been comic book movies that take uh good bits of comics and adapted them and then yeah. they can then take from there like you look at uh like batman begins and stuff like that mm-hmm. like there's some really great stuff in there that's adapted from comics and stuff and the batman film could very much take from the same inspiration and so yeah yeah uh so yeah what uh what stories do you think that if it does it would adapt um, I had said this earlier. I think that the obvious one, which I think a lot of people are going to kind of expect, which is kind of why I think it would, is going to be a uh, sort of retelling of the Death in the Family story, oh, simply right. because at this point Robin is already dead. Yeah, because they, Todd has died. they kind of hinted upon that. Um, but I feel like it's there's been a lot of talk about it, and the fans have obviously um, – if there's anything that people enjoyed about the film and stuff is kind of the the Batman that we we got on film. Mm-hmm. And one of those aspects being the fact that he's so jaded and that he's lost somebody and he's and lost that he, a Robin. Yeah, that he's got history. Yeah, that he has history, exactly. Um, and it's – you know, if you're not a comic book reader and you're just kind of here for the films um, – Death in the Family is the story in which uh, Jason Todd, who is the second Robin after Dick Grayson, who ends up becoming Nightwing, um, is, uh, you know, doing his thing and uh, gets kidnapped by the Joker. And then funny enough, it's a fun fact, but uh, DC had a poll going in which they asked the audience whether Robin should live or he should die. And it was very close, but they chose for Robin to die. Hmm. So the audience killed Robin, actually. Um, And the Joker ends up killing uh, Robin, and um, he dies. And that actually kind of... I think that's where a lot of Batman timelines kind of spread, because when you look at The Dark Knight Returns, uh, Frank Miller's famous piece... He stayed um, dead. 
he stayed dead. Yeah, he never came back. But in the now canon, Lazarus um, Pit. Uh, yeah, he was brought back through the Lazarus Pit. Uh, kind of lost a couple of bolts along the way, and he became the Red Hood, who's yeah. kind of still crusading the same way that Batman was crusading, but, but with, uh, guns. with guns. <laughs> so he's essentially the Punisher of the uh, yeah. of the DC universe. Um, and uh, the the storyline that takes place thereafter uh, under the Red Hood, uh, Red Hood or Jason Todd, the old Robin who was thought to be dead, goes back to basically back to Batman and tells him like, why why haven't you killed this piece of shit? Uh, mm-hmm. Meaning the Joker. Um, so like you see what he did to me. Why didn't you end him? Exactly. You could so, do that to other people. So I feel like that could yeah. be a story. Those two kind of put together. Maybe we'll get some flashbacks of uh the death in the family storyline and then maybe get uh like under the red hood story um or if the rumors are true about the joker he, jared leto's joker i was gonna say heath jared leto's joker actually being jason todd um which i hope you, which i think i hope if if that is the case they can still kind of play with that idea um rather than it being under the red hood um, but still getting that idea of like, you know, you, it wasn't the Joker that did this to me. It was like, you did this to me and yada, yada, yada. And maybe there's another Joker still running about, or maybe that Joker died. Maybe Batman finally ended the son of a bitch. Yeah. Which the, the great would, son of a bitch. Cause I love the Joker, but. which would make so many comic book fans just livid if Batman yeah. killed the Joker. Um, off screen <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> off screen you know um but you know there's that it would be like that's an awesome story where like batman created the joker basically or helped create the joker and but then we're like but he killed the joker off screen, <laughs> like the original one um so i think that storyline or mm. like i also explained earlier i think maybe hush could yeah be a and you and i had the similar ideas yeah. on that whereas you picked hush and i picked the long halloween where, Which once you said it, I was like, "Yeah, it totally makes sense." Because they're sense. both stories that like introduce like a bunch of villains and stuff like that. But this one revolves more around an established villain. You know, like you've got uh, Falcone and stuff in there. It was Falcone, right? It was one of the well, boss I think bosses. Both, both. Yeah, Falcone in. was at the end. Uh, but instead of having him being the murderer, I think that if they did the twist for like Two Face was it all along even though it was like sort of already a half twist or whatever in there that would be interesting because then you have uh you have harvey dent who dies at the very beginning and then goes around at the end and it's like surprise it was me all along of two faces um but then we would be able to see uh batman over time it could be a prequel because a lot of people are like talking about like hey if we're explaining these things, is it a prequel or are they flashbacks? What is it? So maybe this could show like from then on where it's establishing all these villains. Maybe they're villains that are in Suicide Squad. Um, or maybe it's post-Suicide Squad. Who knows? I mean, the film could actually take place before and after these films as well. Because the, the, the thing itself, though it does take place in a year in the comic book, in film it could take years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the yeah, longest that's where, Halloween. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Where and like, it could start off before Batman vs. Superman, go through the events of Batman vs. Superman, and, and Suicide right. Squad, and then end just post of that. Okay. Yeah, See I was I mean? thinking just filling in the gap of history. But yeah, if it goes through Suicide Squad, that would be interesting too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to like fill in more of his history and establish the villains, uh, we'd be able to get some more detective bits maybe, hopefully. Probably not in this universe because they've already shown that he's just 
a hulking action figure of a man. So so cool though he is but like <laughs> i want to see the world's greatest detective yeah um Agreed. and this would be a good story for that um yeah so long halloween i think seeing also because uh, it takes uh the one of the the movie slots the unannounced ones is in october that would be perfect actually, so if, now that if you think I if they have batman's like I mean, Batman in general, I think, fits in that, but long yeah. Halloween, yeah. around Halloween, yeah. fits totally perfectly. And then you get to see him through the seasons and stuff yeah. like that, and maybe the wearing of his, like, <laughs> his mental state <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and stuff like that, so. Oh, uh, and then just to quickly, for you fans out there, in case you're wondering what the hell Hush is about, um, really quickly, um, a uh, character comes into Gotham, uh, uh, who is basically uh, pretending to be Bruce Wayne and kind of fucking shit up from the inside, as it were. And um, a lot of the characters kind of, a lot, mainly his villains, kind of come in and out of, of the story. Um, but the main villain is a villain that we haven't seen named Hush. And uh, he's this bandaged dude in a trench coat, and he so happens to have history with Bruce Wayne prior to him even becoming Batman. So there's kind of this vendetta that this person has and mm-hmm. uh, i don't want to ruin it because i think it's a good read but um it's, it's uh, all right it's a good read it's not as good as long it's halloween. yeah definitely long <laughs> halloween is like up there yeah. but i, I feel, feel like hush like is a little overrated but it's an interesting idea jeff Loeb and jim lee how dare you just being honest how dare you anyway. uh but yeah a lot of people are saying oh it should be killing joke and i'm just like fuck off because <laughs> that's a dumb idea because <laughs> like not only because like Barbara, but like seeing that—that's your main idea. <laughs> well, like not only that, but like seeing that on screen would not go very well with audiences and stuff like that. And obviously, it's there for a reason. But then you're like right away paralyzing Barbara and stuff. But um, then yeah, no, I mean, there's I'm, not I'm all for really that story, whole, just not yet. I feel like you should I don't wait think at least that until you she can becomes. because of the ending. But like, um, I feel like there's not enough action within the comic for them to be happy with adapting that idea in this cinematic universe well again a loose adaptation of because like it's it's a psychological uh analysis on these characters and that doesn't necessarily translate uh to film but also you'd be committing to a joker origin using that again a loose adaptation of it i think could work um and then you would be the ending so yeah We'll I mean, talk about yeah. this at another yeah. time, but yeah, yeah. If you haven't read the Killing Joke, absolutely go read it. It's That's the... probably my number one read for any Batman or slash yeah. Joker story. Yeah, read all three of these; they're all good reads. Yeah. I mean, Hush is the worst one of the bunch, but <laughs> so moving on, right? Yeah. Anything else to say? Okay. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. We got a logo. Oh wait, wait, wait. What Joker? Oh right, yeah. So yeah, we're talking about Joker. Yeah. So... Really quickly, I'll just throw this in there. So I just I. Uh, the internet has finally kind of – well, we've been hearing tidbits of Jared Leto becoming the Joker and how people feared him on set. They were, like, really quiet when he would come on set. Also, the fact that he was, like, sending, like, really weird things to people. Like, one of the things was, like, a, a, a live rat to Margot Robbie and then, like, a dead pig to yeah. somebody else. I think it was Croc. Uh, yeah. And then – but now we're hearing more of the weird things. He was, san- see, he was sending people uh, anal beads mm-hmm. and used condoms. Mm-hmm. Um, too far, or do you think he's like a character actor who's like just really committed to his craft? Or what? Are, what are your thoughts on this? Before I even jump into um, 
It depends on what Joker he's going with, uh, what it comes down to. Because, like, if that's the kind of Joker that he is, like, and he's in character and using that to kind of immerse the cast and stuff like that, then it makes sense. Yes, it's very gross. Uh, and he probably shouldn't be doing that anyway. But uh, I'm more worried about what this might say about his Joker. <laughs> Because like a lot of the actors do that because it relates to their characters and stuff like that. And oh, he like, also sent somebody like a Playboy magazine that was. Oh yeah, used. it was. Uh, I think Jack Courtney like he oh, sent that to yeah. him. But, um, yeah, I'm more worried about like what kind of Joker he is after this because people do that to relate to their character, and if this relates to his character, then I'm already not very impressed with his Joker. Yeah, um, it's not the first time that a character has uh, you know uh, dived. Uh, off the deep end, as it were, for a character, and um, you know, uh, rest his soul, Heath Ledger kind of did a similar thing. Right. Only he wasn't sending used condoms or dead pig heads or whatever to his co-stars, but he he kept a journal in which he wrote really gnarly things, and he took really he took really gnarly pictures of things, and then wrote things, and he would go through his book to get into character right before he would go on set, or so it's said. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all kind of rumor, as it were. Um, and then also there's this whole talk about uh, – or there, actually, there's video of it. You can probably Google this um, uh, of – I think it was TMZ right after Heath Ledger died and they found Jack Nicholson and they were just like, hey, what do you think about his uh, death, yada, yada, yada. And all Jack Nicholson said was, I told him. And so that's kind of eerie, the fact that, like, another actor who's played the character before, who honestly didn't – I mean, Jack – when I Not watched, even close to the kind of deranged – Yeah, kind, but – but it, it like makes you think like uh, what what does it take to become the Joker? Hopefully someday I'll find out. But <laughs> but it's it is kind of uh, uh, like I could understand if like I were to ever get a role like that, for example, the Joker. I can probably see myself staying in the role because like it's the Joker. Like you want to yeah. be the Joker, you know what I mean? And also, but like, I don't think really I can like, like you know finish into a condom and then like, like oh, you know, I'm gonna go. send it to my yeah. castmate. Yeah, you know, like I would just even then I'd be like probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anywho. Yeah. So Spider-Man logo. Weird. Spider-Man logo. <laughs> uh, we got not only the logo, but the title. Yes. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, what were your reactions to the logo and what story do you think that if it does, what would it follow? Uh, logo. Um, Use the yellow and red from the 90s series, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the logo... It's weird because it's like trying to be like what the other Spider-Man films did, where it's like this, like very kind of, um, like, like I don't know, like I don't want to say corporate, but like very harsh, and I don't mean by like edge, but like kind of aggressive looking mm-hmm. in in the way it's like the, like the lettering is, but then they've like warped it kind of the way that like the like old sixties the Amazing Spider-Man kind of looked. Right. So they've like tried taking the best of both worlds. Or all of worlds, I feel like. They were just like, you just use everything. Try and put everything together. And then they did that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a little weird for me. I feel like, p- pick one. Yeah. Either you're going to be fun with the character or be like, or, or w- at least with the logo. Because the character should be fun. But either you're going to be like serious with the logo or you're going to make it fun. And I feel like they tried to do both. And it's like, eh. yeah. I also don't like, and this is just me personally. Um, I don't like the two different fonts. Yeah, I think that's all right because Spider-Man you're and not Homecoming keep using. No, obviously you're not going to use Homecoming, title, but yeah. it just it it feels weird to me. Um, 
I liked the bend of the font. I liked the colors. I didn't like the font. I felt like if they're going to be playful, they should just be playful uh, instead of having it be like this very modern movie action blockbuster type of font whilst making it fun and yeah, that's, yeah, like that's that. the biggest issue. I have. Uh, so it's, it's a weird mix. Um, the title homecoming, like the duality of it where it's like, um, uh, Spider-Man's come back to Marvel and stuff like that. It's like, I feel like it's a little too, yeah, it's a little too on the nose. Um, and the idea of it being set in homecoming, because uh, there are two, well, there are two uh, stories in Spider-Man that relate to Homecoming. One being post-Secret Wars, when he comes back from space and he's got the black costume. Uh, another one is a Mary Jane-centric story about Homecoming in high school. And I feel like if it went over, actually, if it combined the two, where it's like not a Homecoming from space and all that, but like from his first bout with like the Avengers and stuff like that, uh, that could be cool. Where it's like he's instantly with this group of people and then he has to go back to like high school, <laughs> you know, it yeah. could be funny. Uh, also the idea of it being set in high school where he's like doing the typical juggling his life and like the superhero life and stuff would be interesting. Um, I'm hoping that the, uh, <laughs> that the come stain in the middle of the logo doesn't relate <laughs> to anything in the story. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause it, it could be it could be interesting, um, but then added on top of this, we have the rumor that Michael Keaton will be playing a, a villain, um, and everyone's pointing their finger at Vulture. Vulture, um, which as far as the way he again, looks now, <laughs> as far as like his age and kind of his look, I see it. I can see it. Yeah, um, uh, I just I feel really bad for him during like the press junkets if this is true because everyone's going to be like, uh, Birdman, Vulture. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he's just gonna be I'm like, sure "Fuck off." I'm sure at first he'll laugh about it, but yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be for the worst. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Vulture is a character that, like, I know. You know, I've read if he's a few in it, he's gonna be the second villain. He's not gonna be the main villain. I I don't know. I feel like at this point they should really learn what they've done with the they previous Spider Man. Um, <laughs> I feel like they're going to go with a young guy for Mysterio. Though. That's just me. I mean, not like That's a young fine. kid. Like, no, I'm saying like they like... should have the multiple villains you, you, where Vulture's just like kind of like, – because I'm thinking he might be B-plot because I'm thinking because of his wings, they could easily tie him into the MCU by having him be the guy that maybe invented Falcon's wings or something. This is this is true. And then like That'd so they cool. embed him in there and then maybe he goes rogue or something and then they're like – Hey Spider Man, like one of our agents just went rogue. Can you go handle him for us? And he's like, I can't let these guys down, but like I have to juggle between homecoming and this. So like, uh, luckily my suit's in my backpack, you know. And um, that'd be cool, but I really don't want an A plot, B plot with Spider Man. It's been done for the last three films, starting with Spider Man three, and then Spider Man one, but and then Spider Man two, think or the Amazing Spider Man one, the Vulture, but it's actually mysterious. Um, I just I I, I really want them to go back to form before they try and do that again with a character Um, again specifically Amazing Spider-Man entertaining film to watch you can sit there and watch it but um, it's not a very it's just not a good Spider-Man film Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want this to fall under that because 
I mean, next to Batman, Spider-Man's the one character that, like, I've read his comic books. And, like, I, I thoroughly enjoy the character, but I haven't enjoyed the character since Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The original Spider-Man 2, right. the first, with Sam, the, the Sam Raimi yeah. series. Um, and I really want player. to enjoy this one. So uh, I hope that they stick with an A plot. And then yeah, maybe I mean, later that's one of the, the few road. films that are comic book films that have handled multiple villains well, you know? Well, even then, like, the B plot is a B plot in that film, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, we have A plot and then uh, B plot and then they're just together. It's just we're going to say it's A well, plot that... because we go from here and then to here. I feel like in, in or sorry, Spider-Man 2, the B plot with, like, Harry, it's just it's, – it's a, it's a thing that was talked about in the first one and we knew it was going to be talked about in, like, a, a film thereafter, which it was in Spider-Man 3. It didn't pay off as well as it should have, but um, it was there. You know, mm-hmm. and it, and it also helps with the character that uh, is Doc Ock when he's like, "I need this from you," and then he's like, "Well, if you want this, then I need Spider Man." And it's like, "Okay, right. cool." So yeah, I can see them doing something that like sense. that, where like Vulture's just kind of maybe he's just in there, like kind of like he escaped again. Fuck, I have to go get him. Like where he's uh, almost this, like this a nuisance. Also where done, it's like this was also done in Amazing Spider Man Two with Rhino, though. And no, Rhino was not at all done like that. It was just like, hey, you're at the beginning of the film. Yeah, and hey, then you're at the, the end, end of the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't that know. was it. But I mean, I think it would be kind of funny if he's like trying to help Mary Jane or whoever his love interest is in this. Be like trying to set up homecoming, and like he's like, uh, like on ASB or something, you know. And then he keeps getting like calls from like, <laughs> like guys, I'm in high school. <laughs> <laughs> or like. He's, like, antagonizing him. And maybe he, like, gets rid of him really quickly, but he just keeps coming back. He's like, fucking leave me alone. I um, think that if they played up Michael Keaton's humor in the role, I think that it could work really well. Where he's, like, this comedic nuisance. Where he's not even, like, a bad guy. He's just like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the, my only issue is I hope that the if there is a B-plot, that it's not one of those where it's, like, A-plot and B plot, and they're both together here, and it's just, we're going to jump from one to the other. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I talked about it a little bit, but you haven't had a chance to talk about the Doctor Strange teaser trailer. Yeah. What do you think? Um, one of the lines you stole from me, <laughs> Wally Fister. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I already thought that. Uh, okay. I mean, it's so obviously um, similar uh, to yeah. Nolan and Wally Fister, like... Yeah, they it uh, they really I don't want to say took from them necessarily, but it has that like if if Christopher Nolan had a filter on Instagram, this oh, film was yeah. shot on that. You yeah, know what I absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Um, it has that look, um, very like film esque. And then I also really like the idea of like magic is like. It's not the magic that we understand. Like, when we think of magic, we can't really give you, like, an explanation of magic. It's like, oh, like, you can make things disappear or you can make, like, things levitate or whatever, you know, whatever the Mm -hmm. case is. But, like, I feel like if this film were to kind of try and give an idea as to, like, what magic really is, it might be the um, manipulation of dimensions. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can make things disappear by sending it off into a different dimension. Altering of reality and stuff like that. Which I think is interesting as like an additive but i i think you need the sorcery in this because otherwise he's not sorcerer supreme and Um, like they've even shown like afterwards i saw like they have like the the promotional images of him like using like the they'll have like the symbols and stuff like that so maybe yeah yeah, no i'm not saying that like 
there is going to be some sort of sorcery, but I feel like sorcery in the sense of like, or in the comic books, it's like, you know, essentially it's just magic. It's right. like, oh, this. I feel like this is going to be. I think this film is going to be an Infinity Stone film. You know what I mean? What stone do you think? Uh, probably space. No, space has actually been done with the Tesseract, right? And possibly time. I thought. Yeah, that's true. Time. I don't think time's been done. So we have the Tesseract, which is space. Mm-hmm. We have the Scepter, which was Vision's uh, mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the Power, which was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I th- think that's it. I think it was just those three. Is there any other film that... Oh, and then the Ether, which is... Right. Uh, what is the Ether? Reality? I think it's reality. I feel like if they were going to do reality, it would be strange. I don't know. Let me Google... Go ahead and Google that. I'll but Google I, I feel like it's going to be because the eye, uh, what is it? The uh, Argoto, the Armagodo, his amulet that he has. Oh, uh, I can't remember. You might need to Google that too. Yeah. Um, the eye that he has. There's two promotional images that I've seen. One in which the eye is closed and one in which the eye is open. And the eye open looks like an infinity stone. Hey, what was the first thing I was looking at? Oh, the stones. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this one is going to deal with that. And I think his sorcery if you will is going to come from the stone and his ability to wield it infinity stones and then um the dimensions it's probably going to come from the same thing maybe not just the his amulet specifically but the fact that people agamato agamato that's what it is agamato agamato yeah yeah um so I think it'll I think it'll deal with that and I think just the 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 idea of being able to you know go through dimensions would just be like a high form of science uh because you see it in the film as well the way like when he like falls through and then he falls through like what looks like New York like folding in on itself very very inceptionesque um and then uh him falling back into a chair and then he's just like teach me um but I feel like this film is going to be an infinity stone film I I, I would almost place Money on it. it. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to look through these, but there's a lot of information on these stones. Just put uh, Infinity Stones in film. Or the name also of it. Taking, okay, so Mind was obviously Vision. Mm. Uh, the the Tesseract is Space. Space, yeah. Uh, scroll, scroll. The Orb is definitely Power. Uh, the Ether is reality okay see then i was right and then the the power power. um so yeah i think time i think time will probably be the one also because i feel like i I feel like this film also like just from seeing the way it's like looking like it's shot Mm -hmm. i feel like the film is going to begin with him already on the road and like trying to find out and then the film going back and showing you like juxtaposition because the film itself there's that scene where he's like walking and it looks really well, I think, dapper and then he's like on this like on the you know on the glass and then there's I think another that one where was he's like more to show because a lot of people don't know who dr strange is no no, no. and this was I a agree. way of like here's the origin story in 15 seconds no you again know? i agree i'm not <laughs> saying that it wouldn't be but i feel like it, it, it's it's too easy to at this point if if Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but it's too easy for you to just Probably. do to, to, to do another origin story from beginning to end. Like yeah. play with time, especially if you're gonna if again if yeah, my idea is right, sense. if you're yeah. gonna have the time gem, play with time. Go ahead and use that to your advantage. 
Um, and then cutting between that, like where, you know, he's like, it'll cut to him being a doctor and he's like washing his hands and he's like, is the, you know, person prepped and ready for uh, surgery? And they're like, yes, Dr. Strange mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then he like washes his, yeah, no, Dr. And Strange he, just sounds so yes, funny. Yes, Dr. Strange. <laughs> yeah. He like washes his hands, you know, he Strange has them up or whatever. And then it cuts and then it's just him like with a shaky ass hands, yeah. like looking at something. Yeah. I th- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, that would be. Cool it would way. make sense if they're t- uh, playing with time to also reflect that in the storytelling. But I feel like that it wasn't. I feel like it was to help audiences understand who this character is and why you should care about this character. You don't know who this is. All right, cool. We just explained who this character is, yeah. you know? So I feel like yeah. I might have to. I'm do stoked more on it. I, I am too. Like, it looks, it looks uh, great. Although I'm not entirely stoked on his accent. <laughs> I don't know. He sounds, <laughs> he's just got that weird, like, high-pitched yet gravelly and nasally kind of, like, he Well, it's – have you heard us? Like, uh, there's a there's English folk out there sitting. If I there agree. are any of you listening right I now mean, watching David this, Tennant did the same thing where he, like, he, his American accent is, like – high-pitched but like midwestern i don't know it's weird and so they always like i don't know it, you know what it's funny because chakras like and, uh, <laughs> it's like what is it yeah i don't believe in chakras and uh, but it's way more easily um but it's funny we we and we were assholes probably for doing this but i mean we we've done the scottish accent thing when we've gone out to oh, you know yeah. the pub and whatnot yeah when I did this like, in San Diego like and I was on my own and uh-huh. I just went out and, you know, because people are more willing to talk to you if you're not American for yeah. whatever reason. We tend to, like, mess with people. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was like, oh, I'm from Scotland, yada, yada, yada. And then they're like, oh, can you do an American accent? And then all I had Literally, to do was be myself. every time. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. So I just was myself. And they're like, oh, my God, you sound so nasally. And it's like, that's what well, I normally sound like. And that is what you sound like. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's just because he's English, and then we're hearing him doing American. Yeah, and like he's weird. so it's used jarring. To, he's used to like because he's like the like he's the like the most low. English of English right now. You know what I mean? Mm. He's he's like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, so he's English. I mean, he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wolverine three. So uh, obviously, it's the keep going. Oh, I thought I did too. Um, Wolverine 3. Uh, last film for Hugh Jackman playing the character. Uh, Simon Kinberg <coughs> says that it takes place in the future. What could that mean? Old Man Logan. I don't think it is. No. Why no. not? I just feel like there are way too many things that you have to work around. Because you've got... You, you have to replace Hawkeye. You have to commit to canon that, spoilers, Wolverine has killed all the X-Men. You have to use Doom. You have to use uh, Hulk. You have to use Red Skull. You have to use his entire collection. Yeah, no, I, I agree Like, that there are way too of... many things that you have to work around where it no longer is that story. I think the idea will be this. This is my kind of quick pitch. <clears throat> quick I think pitch. it'll be... Quick, quick bitch, is that what he said? No. <laughs> um, I think it'll be he's an older man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, uh, because this at this point we, we kind of get this idea that the um, X-Men storyline could be changed by, you know, realities, I guess. There's like a lot of 
almost dimensions, if if you will, with the reality of where like you know the uh, just days of future past essentially. Right, but then that already leaves open the option of like Wolverine coming back because oh. But he did in that dimension, not this one. This well, time yeah, I feel so. like that's that's what I mean. Like that's the way that you could get around that if you wanted to go the fact that he killed all the X Men. But I don't know if he'll do that. I think maybe um, he's just maybe maybe he starts realizing and starts getting his memories back. I don't know. Starts realizing all the kind of fucked up shit he's done while he was with Weapon X or prior to that when he was with his you know. Uh, in this universe, his brother Sabretooth and stuff, because there's talks about Lee F. Schreiber coming back. Um, and so, you know, this like idea of like, you know, I've, I've done horrible things and he kind of has to live with it. And especially him being like an X-Men now, or having been an X-Men, I suppose he's kind of has this sense of like, I'm a good guy, but I was a bad guy at one point and I have to live with that. Um, so he has that jadedness. Um, uh, if it is going to be like far into the future, which is what it sounds like they're going to be doing, and you wanted to do the wasteland rather than the Hulk, you can do somebody like uh, the Blob, or you can make it just. An, and that just has no impact. <laughs> um, like no one gives right. a shit about the Blob. <laughs> or, or I mean, it is Fox owned. It could be like the thing. A bunch of stone people. Just saying. Just. Munching on cereal <laughs> all day, <laughs> smoking cigars. Um, so you have that. A lot of whole... Cheetos all day, just like. <laughs> <Bruh>. um, <laughs> um, oh, saw, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. You know, uh, and he's going off, and then you can literally switch. And I know this would make you feel like super happy, but you can switch somebody like Hawkeye for somebody like Beast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have him be his like his sidekick throughout the thing, right? And but then that would mean that. that he's like one of the last heroes, because like they've already established in this world that basically Hawkeye and Wolverine and maybe a couple spread through are the last heroes that villains have won. You know, so how do you establish this kind of world with? <clears throat> and, and, I don't know. I feel like there are too many strings to, to, to go with. I feel like they need to. Maybe take the idea of, like, Old Man Logan where he's, like, settled down. He's older now. He's not going to pop his claws anymore because maybe he did get the memories back. It's not a bad idea. Uh, But from there, you go, like, Death of Wolverine. And, like, I feel like you have to kill him off at the end of the movie. Yeah, I was just going to say, you could... The the story could be, yeah, he's, you know, like, settled down and he's over being who he was. Maybe like because, like, riding into the sunset doesn't exactly work for this character. Yeah. He needs to, like, die with honor, you yeah. know? Um, Especially with Hugh Jackman. This is the last time he's going to play it. Yeah. And if you kill the character, then it's like, that character is done. Um, there isn't a chance to, like, recast him later and stuff, which I feel would be pretty shitty, you know, to, like... Hey, Hugh, you did a great job, but we're going to go with this younger guy, you know? I mean, they, I think they will. I, I have no doubt that they I think will. that they will when the rights revert back to Marvel. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Which um, then they should. Uh, but what I was going to say is, yeah, you know, he's young, or he's old, sorry. He's, you know, settled down. And then uh, maybe Sabretooth comes back and, you know, tells him that, like, whether for a good or bad reason, maybe he's still with Weapon X or maybe he's like, you know, hey... Like, you need to know all this stuff. And Weapon X is doing some fucked up shit again. What if instead of Hawkeye, it was Deadpool? (laughs) I wouldn't be mad at that at all, actually. 
and they, they totally and then they would the play dynamic. on the fact of the comic book. Maybe he's like driving with like a blindfold <laughs> on just for the sake of saying that he's like a blind Hawkeye. Um, also deaf too. Yeah, I mean Hawkeye's deaf. Um, but uh, he, you know, then he goes back, and it's like a Weapon X story that kind of completes his story almost in a full circle. Where he has to go back to this like new advanced weapon X right. to save some people, and then you know they kind of kill him off the way, and they did in the story where he gets a bunch of adamantium like thrown over him, and then he kills the final guy, but then like literally just freezes as the sun sets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then makes a rather his. expensive paperweight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, power through these last couple bits because we're running along on time. Uh, Deadpool two finally officially announced. Cable ca- is going to be in it. Who do you think should play Cable? I, I have no idea. Um, Great answer. <laughs> I, I don't know. Liam Neeson? All right. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Lang has said that he wants to play the part, uh, the general guy from Avatar. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I think that John Hamm should play the character. Ah, yeah. John Hamm would be awesome. Um, Batman vs. Superman had four hours of footage originally with them potentially releasing the rated R version in theaters, might this be now the new Blu-ray version, like the unrated version? What do you think? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Uh, Recommended reading. I just finished Witches for the first time. Uh, Scott Snyder wrote it. Mm -hmm. It's a bit... Basically, it comes down to... Imagine uh, Silent Hill meets Salem Witches, where, like, creeping within the forest and stuff like that are these, like monsters looking witches that have like ancient rituals all the way back to whenever uh there's a dad that goes to on a journey to save his daughter who has had interactions with him before and she doesn't know if she's crazy or not and no one does either but he slowly starts figuring these things out and uh some secrets of their family and stuff like that along the way very interesting read very beautiful artwork and it's really great how they've laid it out and everything so go give witches a read yes uh that it yep that's it that's uh, uh you can find me on twitter at l kevin martin and henry at yummy henry um like share subscribe uh these are every week here at the kapow mm-hmm. uh, or just kapow sorry um yeah or you'll get we, basically we rebranded to kapow yeah i'll put uh, it up right there too <laughs> awesome um where you can get all your comic book information on comic books in general can we commit to a time I'm thinking Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, they'll be up. You heard him. He's the one editing this yeah. video. So <laughs> if it's not up at that time, send him guy. angry t- tweets. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, there you are. Mm. At 3 p.m. Pacific? Pacific. Time. Um, again, for anything you need, come back. ro 3 is your place. We've got answers. Or speculation. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> if we don't know the answers, we'll make up one. <laughs> it's our new tagline. <laughs> See you later. Bye.